Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard, your lucky guy. It's a lucky summer weekend for you because you're tuned into America's most widely syndicated travel radio show, and I'm your genial host, Rudy Maxa. I'm dedicated to bringing you the latest news and deals and travel, as well as a slate of interesting guests every weekend. In a moment, we're going to check in with a blueberry festival going on right now in northern Minnesota and learn what the heck a fireman's bean feed is. Ever heard of that, fireman's bean feed? I haven't. I think it sounds okay. Then we're going to get a little more serious and go to the United Kingdom to hear from an archaeologist about how Egypt's world-famous historical sites are faring a year and a half into the Arab Spring. Is anyone in charge there? Are Egypt's antiquities? Uh, you know, they bring in an enormous amount of tourism revenue for the country. Are those antiquities in good hands? Dr. Aidan Dotson of the University of Bristol has the answers. I also want to get an on-the-scene report on the first weekend of the London Olympics. Our man there is Vic Carvey, who... Uh, who was the former senior vice president of Olympics at NBC Universal and a current Fortune 500 uh, consultant. I think he worked on about 10 Olympics for NBC, handling their logistics, so he knows his way around the back hallways there. Want to know if there are any hotel rooms left, any tickets available, and whether the Brits have forgiven Mitt Romney for that, for those impolitic comments earlier this week about the state of readiness of the British to handle the big games. And surely you've seen colorful travel ads or brochures promising the beaches just steps away from your hotel. Or the locals are unusually friendly. Well, Stockholm-based travel writer Doug Lansky has been collecting examples of how destinations stretch the truth when they describe their attributes. He's going to join us to reveal a few common tricks. Plus, I'll have a few deals of the week toward the end of the hour, as always. But let's first take a look at the week's news in travel for this last week of July. After holding steady for four months, airfares went up about $10 per round trip this week. This would count as the fourth airline increase of the year, most of which were all of which were blamed on the rise in the price of jet fuel. This round of increases was led by United, but its competitors quickly followed, and when Southwest followed as well, the rise in prices was all but cemented. Southwest, however, exempted flights under 500 miles from the increase. And keep this in mind, if it makes you feel any better, airfares are still ridiculously low compared to the rise in the cost of living over the last 30 years. According to an airline trade group, the average airfare would be 50% higher than it is today if fares had kept pace with inflation since 1979. Las Vegas is set to capture the record for having the world's tallest observation wheel. Caesars Entertainment, owner of a string of casinos, including Caesars Palace in Vegas, this week received permission to build a 550-foot wheel, which would make it more than 100 feet higher than the famous London Eye and 9 feet higher than the Singapore Flyer. This has got to be a bit galling to the folks who are building a 500-foot observation wheel across the strip in Vegas from the Mandalay Bay Resort. They're going to get, get it nudged out by 50 feet. It's, uh, Caesar says it'll be 50 feet higher, and it also will be located in the strip. And put another big notch on China's belt, the country this week began construction of its first luxury cruise ship. The ship will carry more than 2,000 passengers and is expected to be open for business in the year 2018. The ship's owner is a Chinese firm that has a partnership with U.S.-based Royal Caribbean International. Along with the building of the ship, the Chinese will also build an entire shoreline complex to serve the home port of the ship. I think they're calling it Cruise City. 
Well, up in northern Minnesota, it's blueberry festival time in the small town of Lake George. I wanted to drop in and see if there might be any extra blueberry pancakes around for me. Greg Giese is the president of the Lake George Association. Greg, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you on today. Well, thank you. It's great to be here. All right. First of all, I live in St. Paul, Minnesota, you know, a little south of you. What is the connection between Lake George and blueberries? I never heard of Minnesota as a blueberry state. Well, Rudy, you know, uh, for decades, actually around the turn of the century in the 1900s, uh, this area up here with the jack pine forest is very conducive to growing really premium wild blueberries. And uh, for decades, people have been coming here from nearby towns and, you know, probably a 50 to 100-mile radius to get these choice blueberries in our area. So you're still producing blueberries? Well, we are. They're all nature. They're all, you know, made by nature, and they're just wild out in the woods. They're, they are where you find them. Some years are better than others. Uh, some years we have bumper crops, and some years we don't get the rain, and we, we just don't have a good crop. How is this year's crop? Well, I hate to say it, it's not very good. We had some late frosts, Rudy, and uh, we had times that we needed rain for the get the green berries going, and we just didn't get it. How, well, how long has this festival been going on, Greg? Well, this is our 29th year. I've been in business 31 years, and we started up the festival just two years after that in uh, 1983, I think it was. And it's always the last full weekend in July. And, and uh, how, how many folks are likely to show up there this last weekend over July? And, it, and is the festival important to the economy there? Oh, very much so, Rudy. It's, it's the biggest weekend in Lake George uh, of the summer. And we'll have uh, several hundred, uh, you know, maybe up to uh, 2,000 or so total for the three days. All right. Here's the question I want to know. What the heck is a fireman's bean feed that's on tap this weekend? Well, this is interesting, Rudy. Uh, years ago, uh, one of the early business associations, uh, which my parents were members, uh, my dad loved baked beans, and he thought, you know, why don't we have a fundraiser and have a baked bean day? Well, that <laughs> evolved over probably 50 years uh, into the fireman's bean feed. At that time that it first started, there was no fire hall here. Now we have a local fire hall with... Uh, with guys in the community that are volunteer firemen. And it's it's a thing where we have a nice meal, there's a, a reasonable charge for it, and it raises money for trucks, equipment, and that sort of thing. Well, do they serve anything other than baked beans? Oh, they do. There's beverages, there's a nice uh, pie dessert, uh, coleslaw, and tremendous potato salad. Okay, but no meat course, it doesn't sound like. Well, the the meat is, is ham in with the beans. Got it. Hey, Greg, I hope you have a successful weekend. Pardon my ignorance since I live in St. Paul, but I'm not a native of Minnesota, so I haven't driven to Lake George. How long a drive is it from the Twin Cities? I would say it's about uh, four hours, Rudy. Whoa. Uh, and, we're, and... we're in a good spot. We're actually just eight miles east of where the start of the mighty Mississippi happens. You are at the headwaters of the Mississippi. That's we right. We are. 
Well, we've got a couple stations in Minnesota. If you're listening or if you happen to be visiting um, northern Minnesota this weekend, anywhere near Duluth or anywhere in northern Minnesota, check it out. The Lake George Blueberry Festival. George Giese is the president of the Lake George Association. And the annual Blueberry Festival takes place in town all weekend. George, thanks for joining us. Okay, it's Greg, but that's fine. Oh, Greg, Greg, I'm sorry. Greg, that's a lot of okay. G's in your name, Mr. Giese. <laughs> Too many G's. Right. Hey, Greg thanks Giese is the president. Rudy. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, sir. Coming up next, what's happening to Egypt's previous archaeological icons given the 19 months of tumult in, the count in that country? And experts can answer the question for us. Don't go away. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. My name is Jennifer. I'm 44, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. My name is Kim. I'm 47, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. I'm Jane. I'm 52, and I lost a ton of weight with the Amberin program. Even my belly fat is gone, and it was so easy. Thousands of women over 40 who used to struggle with weight gain are having incredible success with the Amberin program. That's because Amberin focuses on hormonal balance. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40, especially during menopause, is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. But the Amberin program balances your hormones naturally, making losing weight surprisingly easy. Plus, Amberin eliminates other symptoms of unbalanced hormones, like hot flashes, irritability, and sleeplessness. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563. One thing I've learned on my journey to help save people money on car insurance is that folks across the country like convenience. And what could be more convenient than visiting geico.com? We can manage your policy... Pay your bill online, just about anything you need. And it's open 24-7. It's kind of like popping into the ultimate convenience store. Except we save people money. And we don't have beef jerky. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Come discover the hottest restaurant and nightlife scene in the Mediterranean. Explore recently unearthed treasures of antiquity in a land steeped in history. Shop until you drop in markets both new and old, designer and vintage. Go adventuring by foot, bike, surfboard, or ski, and sample some of the finest wines on earth. Each year, more and more Americans are discovering the unexpected pleasures and the vacations of a lifetime in Israel. To learn more, visit GoIsrael.com or go to RudyMaxa.com. There's a little bit of Israel in all of us. Come find the Israel in you. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, where it's all travel all the time. This segment of the show is brought to you by Israeli Tourism, this beautiful country known as the Promised Land, the land of the Bible, the Holy Land. Some call it the world's oldest travel destination. And Israel is all this, but it's also a 21st century phenomenon. Tel Aviv, it's a 24-hour city with some of the world's best restaurants. Jerusalem, with its ancient shrines, markets, and more. A tiny land with four seas, six microclimates, mountains, gardens, and deserts. Israel is the miracle of the Mediterranean. Come visit. Learn more at GoIsrael.com or head on over to the radio show website, RudyMaxa.com. And right there on the homepage, if you scroll down, you'll see a link to Israel 
tourism. Let's talk about another place in the Middle East, uh, Israel's neighbor, Egypt. It's certainly well known that the last 18, 19 months have been a tumultuous time in Egypt with the so-called Arab Spring. And a, a guide that is indispensable if you're interested in the cultural history of Egypt is called the Ancient Egypt Guide. Uh, it was published by an Egyptologist named William Murname years ago, and it's been updated with the help of... Uh, of our next guest. His name is Dr. Aidan Dotson. He's a senior research fellow at the Department of Archaeology and Anthropology at the University of Bristol in the United Kingdom. And I wanted to talk a little about the book, but I also wanted to talk to Dr. Dotson about the state of Egyptian archaeology, whether anybody's in charge there. Uh, Dr. Dotson, welcome to the show. Nice to have you aboard. Hi, Rudy. Nice to talk to you. First of all, this is a... Have you updated this, or uh, uh, this is a new edition of the Ancient Egypt Guide published by uh, Interlink, isn't it? Yeah, basically what happened was that, it, that after Bill Manane died, the whole thing gradually got more and more, and more out of date. You know, different um, sites have been opened, different theories have come up and so on. So a couple of years ago, I was asked by the publisher to have a look at it and try and bring it up to date again. It wasn't a question of doing vast amounts. There was little tweaks here and there where mm. new museums had opened, some sites were opened which used to be closed, and so on and so forth. And I noticed you were the Department of Archaeology and Anthropology. Are you an archaeologist, an anthropologist, or both? I'm basically an Egyptologist. Um, I teach Egyptian history and archaeology at the university. And you went over to, you, obviously, you, you visit Egypt quite a bit. Yeah, I both go over on research visits, but I also lead tours as well. Which I think it's one of the reasons why the publishers are quite keen to get me to look at it, because I tend to do a lot of these sites, mainly for specialist tour groups. Now, there was a legendary uh, head of antiquities, a minister of state for antiquities in Egypt. His name is, doc name is Dr. Zahi Hawass, and he was around for decades and was credited for being both the man who preserved a lot of antiquities and a man who was also a bit of a tyrant about it all. He resigned. Um, is there anyone in charge, and, and what is the state of antiquities? Are they well protected? Are they being kept up to date? Are they guarded? Well, Zahi's um, successor is a man called Mohammed Ibrahim Ali, who is a, a good archaeologist. He used to he work he worked at Saqqara and various other sites for many years. The problem is, although the organisation still exists, is that it's difficult having difficulty getting funds, and also at the moment, until everything is fully settled down governmentally, nobody really wants to sort of take any radical action. So there is a, a sense of drift, I think in the world of Egyptian antiquities, although things are carrying on. It's just the fact that, not, that nobody's really getting to grips with things properly. And one of those the big issues there is the looting which has been happening since the revolution. Oh, no. Um, part of the problem there was that the, well, the revolution was partly caused by reaction against um, police corruption. And right. one of the results of the revolution is that the police have virtually disappeared. Um, and therefore that the sites are largely left unguarded. Um, the antiquities authorities have got um, guardians, watchmen, but basically they're unarmed, and it has been known that they've been chased away by armed gangs wishing to loot sites. My guest is Dr. Aidan Dotson. Oh, I'm sorry, right. Doctor. I was going to re-identify you for someone who might have just tuned in. We're talking with Dr. Aidan Dotson. He's a senior research fellow at the Department of Archaeology and Anthropology at the University of Bristol in the UK, and he's just updated a classic book called The Ancient Egypt Guide. If you're headed over to Egypt, I think it's a, 
a must-have. And we're talking about the state of antiquities in Egypt following the, or in the wake of the last 19 months, or 17 months, excuse me, of, uh, of, of the Arab Spring there. And uh, Dr. Aiden has, uh, Dr. Dotson, excuse me, has just said that, um, that while there are night watchers, there are people watching some of the antiquities, they don't have the force that the former police force had there. Uh, so, I mean, is this, do you get the, say, do you get the idea this is wholesale looting? Is this sporadic uh, uh, looting, Dr. Dotson? It's quite widespread, but the degree depends on where it is. In places which are close to the main cities, it's less so. But certainly some of the more remote sites, which are really only known to specialists, are getting quite badly hit. There's one place called El Heba, um, about, sort of about 40 or 50 miles south of Cairo, which has been suffering quite badly recently. And the sad thing is that these people are going in digging for gold. There is no gold there. Um, there is always this sort of myth that archaeologists are digging for gold statues and some of the local chances are buying into that. And so therefore, they, they say at certain sites anyway, they've been going in digging desperately for gold. When they've not found it, they've just sort of destroyed things which they find because you know, it's apparently valueless. This must be heartbreaking um, to you as an archaeologist. Oh, absolutely. And just after, during the revolution itself, a number of um, archaeological dig storehouses were broken into and absolutely wrecked when the people didn't actually didn't find the gold they were expecting. They were only finding pottery and skeletons and things like that, which in some case they smashed the smithereens, set fire to, or trod into the ground. I visited one Czech colleague, and he was in tears at what they'd done to his site um, while, during, during that period. A lot of that kind of thing that's now being clamped down on. But the main problem now is in some of the more, say, more remote areas where all you've got are a couple of, of, of watchmen who've not got any kind of backup. Out of curiosity, has uh, Dr. Zahi Hawass, the former head of antiquities, has he weighed in on this? Um, as far as I know, he's under house arrest at the moment for corruption. Really? I did not know he was under house arrest. His, I'm just looking at his, his uh, website here, which is uh, Dr. Hawass, H-A-W-A-S-S dot com, simple enough, and he seems to be writing away uh, as if not under house arrest. He's talking yeah. about well, visiting that, 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 with... As far as, so as far as I know, charges have been placed, and he's certainly not allowed to leave the country. Mm, um, okay. Whether... How far there's any truth in some of it and how far it's various people settling scores, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Um, I don't actually, from, from, from the as I've known him, I don't believe he is corrupt, although he was some, somewhat tyrannical and certainly made enemies. And I think those enemies are coming home to roost for him. Is there anything the, internet, the public around the world can do to help uh, stem the, the looting or the wrecking of... Uh, sites in Egypt uh, featuring antiquities? I think the only thing people really can do is if people are collectors to refuse to have anything to do with anything they don't know exactly where it came from. I think that if there wasn't a market in the US and Europe for looted stuff, they wouldn't be looting. So that's, a really, that's the fundamental thing. If anybody out there um, you know, is, a, is a serious collector and they're offered something which is not clearly from some very old European collection or something, and is therefore looted, they really need to A, refuse it, and B, talk, um, talk to the police. The police have, in a number of countries, have managed to um, 
intercept things which have been looted since the revolution and return them to Egypt. So it, it is happening, but the most important thing is for people to keep their eyes open for things which you know, are clearly fresh out of the ground. There's actually a posting in uh, Dr. Hawass's blog called A Victory in the Fight Against the Illicit Antiquities Trade, talking about a bust um, in New York that uh, of an international organization that smuggled more than $2.5 million worth of artifacts from Europe, Africa, and the Middle East, including Egypt, over the last eight years. Now, it's delayed. It's dated mid-July. I can't tell whether it's this year or last year, but it ends with Dr. Waz saying, the revolution of January 25th has given us here in Egypt a unique opportunity to create a better future for generations. It's my belief that our ancient heritage can be an important source of pride, identity as we move forward, and so on. So he seems to be uh, keeping a stiff upper lip, as you might say, in your country. I think so, yeah. And I think the thing is, 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 is to, to put it in, in, in context, um, during the revolution, only a small minority of people were involved in looting. There are many stories of local villagers defending sites against looters. So it, 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 as in, it's in all, in all countries. It's a tiny minority who are causing this. But at the moment, until things fully settle down in the country politically, these things are going to happen. Um, Dr. Dotson, I really appreciate your taking time out of your weekend to chat with us. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Aidan Dotson is a senior research fellow at the Department of Archaeology and Anthropology at the University of Bristol in the UK. He has updated the Ancient Egypt Guide. It's just come out from Interlink Publishing. Um, it was originally published in the UK as a penguin guide to ancient Egypt. Pick it up, the Ancient Egypt Guide. If you're listening to Rudy Max's World. We'll be back in just a few moments. Rudy Max's World is coming right back, so get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Hey folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with OnCall International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. OnCall International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. One thing I've learned on my journey to help save people money on car insurance is that folks across the country like convenience. And what could be more convenient than visiting Geico.com? We can manage your policy, pay your bill online, just about anything you need. And it's open 24-7. It's kind of like popping into the ultimate convenience store. Except we save people money. And we don't have beef jerky. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 33 minutes after the hour, and this segment of the show is brought to you by our good folks at OnCall International. We all know that sometimes the unexpected happens while traveling. Oh, do we? And if and when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from OnCall International. 
company provides the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation like social or political unrest in the place you're visiting. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage, or legal woes, On Call International is on your side and gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. More info at OnCallInternational.com or go to RudyMaxa.com on the homepage. Scroll down and click on the logo for On Call International. Delighted to be joined by my friend Doug Lansky. You know him. He's been on the show several times. He's a travel writer based in Sweden, but he actually is from the U.S. of A. in the uh, state where the Blueberry Festival is happening today, uh, Minnesota. And um, he is a prolific writer. You've read his articles probably in National Geographic Traveler and, and uh, oh my goodness, Esquire, all kinds of places. He's uh, published 10 books, and he is currently working on a book that will be out in about two months that focuses on travel kits. He's also the guy who created Sign Spotting, those uh, features in newspapers around the world of odd signs around the, uh, around the world. You can read more about him at his web, DougLansky.com. I'm sorry, Doug, we have no more time to talk to you, but thanks for joining us. <laughs> That was a long pitch. Thanks. Well, you and I had lunch the other day. You're back home visiting, and we had lunch, and you were talking about uh, the the number of destinations, resorts, hotels that, shall we say, extend the truth a bit when they describe themselves in brochures and in advertisements and even uh, web page postings. What have you found? You've been started to you've started to collect some of this stuff, haven't you? Uh, absolutely. Well, you know, it's, it's we're pretty used to this stuff with marketing and we accept a normal amount of it when we, you know, go to McDonald's and you and you see the Big Mac, it always looks a little bit fluffier in the picture than it does in real life and we know that marketing tends to exaggerate a little bit and kind of poof up the truth, but when it happens in travel, it can have a, I think a bigger backfire effect on a couple different scores. And the first one, you it's gone viral. They've shown these famous hotel pool shots where they'll put the the pool photo from a certain angle that makes it look like an Olympic-sized pool. With a wide-angle lens, right? Right, when in fact it's like the size of a jacuzzi when you look at it from a normal angle. And uh, they've shown kind of the real versus, you know, brochure shot, and those have gone viral around the web. And that can, of course, backfire immensely. But there's some more sort of subtle ways where they can get it wrong that are even more common. And you've probably noticed this when you look in brochures where they show beaches with no people on them, <laughs> or, they'll show, or they'll show you, you've seen this one, where they'll show like a rainbow over the harbor, or they'll show whales, you know, two whales maybe breaching simultaneously, <laughs> uh, uh, like ballet dancers, and, you know, which happens once every three million years. Right. And that does two things. Um, maybe the biggest thing is it, it removes the wow factor. Um, that's the thing that gets you to tell your neighbors how amazing it was and gets you to post it on Twitter and Facebook. And, and Yeah, it raises your expectations, and you're only going to be disappointed when you don't see two perfectly matched whales breaching as in a ballet or a rainbow over the harbor, as you say. Exactly. And then even if you do happen to see those things, if you are that lucky, you're like, well, I was expecting that. <laughs> and so it kind of Everybody sees it. that. <laughs> and I think the way that it happens, and this is something probably tourist bureaus need to keep an eye on, is that they hire an ad agency and the ad agency wants to put in some sexy pictures of that destination. And uh, they just look for the most amazing shots they can get their hands on. And they don't really think in those terms. Have you, have you stumbled across anything else on your travels like that? Well, I have, yes, particularly pictures of hotel rooms and so on. You mentioned uh, before, and, well, not before and after, but the, the PR picture and the real picture. There's a website called Oyster.com that has a whole section on you know the PR picture and then the real picture, but you're, uh, to your very first point, you're right. You get to you get to McDonald's. The Big Mac isn't quite as fluffy. The lettuce isn't quite as crisp as it looks in the picture. But you know it's over in ten minutes. Uh, you you invest in a week's vacation at a place, and you find out your hotel is next to a 
I mean, let me exaggerate, but it has happened next to a you know waste treatment facility. Yep. You got a weak and a very expensive disappointment on your hands. Exactly. And so that's the thing, is that the whole time you're on this holiday, you're thinking, oh, my God, I wish I'd known it was next to a construction site, or if they'd only, you know, we brought our kids to this place so far away because of their great-looking pool, and the pool was smaller than our living room. And they just feel the whole trip, you're feeling gypped. And that's when people go on TripAdvisor as well and other sites and post <laughs> really awful comments. About things right, like I was going to so, say, so how do we protect ourselves? We look at a website like Oyster.com, perhaps they've reviewed the hotel, perhaps they've nailed it for certain exaggerations. You I mentioned TripAdvisor. Yeah, that's a good point. I think you need to look around and, and look for comments specifically like that. And I think you need to be aware of those little sneaky pool angles. You want the full-size shot of the pool from above. Um, you want to see a hotel room shot that, that is, in fact, going to be the one you're going to get, where they show you the executive suite, and then they give you the little kind of porthole. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think you have every... I know people who will call hotels and ask them for the exact dimensions of the room they're going to get. Or you can do the same with a pool. I mean, if a pool is really important to you, you got four kids or, you know... Say, how big is your pool? Give me the size. Yep. It's not, uh, you're not out of line calling and asking that. And then especially if you, have, if you have extra concerns. A good friend of mine is a traveler sits in a wheelchair, and he says they often have, like, a special room. But by special room, that can mean for seniors. And in his case, that means it can mean it has shag carpeting, so he can't get around, or the mirror's too high for him to see himself, or the toilet's extra high so a senior can stand up, but his legs are dangling. So that you need to ask very specific questions when you call up to make sure it fits your needs. Points well taken. Doug Lansky, thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a nice visit home. Thanks. Take care. You can check out Doug Lansky's writing and his books at Doug Lansky, L-A-N-S-K-Y, DougLansky.com. Uh, and watch for his book coming up on Great Kitsch. He's got a great sense of humor. I think it'll be a terrific book. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World. We're going to check in with our friend in London and talk about the Olympics. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. My name is Jennifer. I'm 44, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. My name is Kim. I'm 47, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. I'm Jane. I'm 52, and I lost a ton of weight with the Amberin program. Even my belly fat is gone, and it was so easy. Thousands of women over 40 who used to struggle with weight gain are having incredible success with the Amberin program. That's because Amberin focuses on hormonal balance. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40, especially during menopause, is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. But the Amberin program balances your hormones naturally, making losing weight surprisingly easy. Plus, Amberin eliminates other symptoms of unbalanced hormones, like hot flashes, irritability, and sleeplessness. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563. Have you heard? Proactive is better than ever. Stay tuned for a million-bottle giveaway, and you'll also receive free shipping. Do you have troubled skin, acne? Well, we have great news. With Proactive, your acne can heal and you can prevent new breakouts from happening. Don't miss this limited time offer. Give us a call at 1-800-644-7236 because we're going to let a million people try Proactive risk-free, get two free gifts, and also receive free shipping when you call right now. 
You heard it. This offer won't last long. So call Proactive now and you'll receive a 60-day risk-free trial of Proactive, two free extras, and free shipping. Call 1-800-644-7236. This is our best radio offer ever. Get your risk-free 60-day trial of Proactive plus free shipping. That's right, free shipping. Don't wait. Visit GetProactive.com or call 1-800-644-7236. That's 1-800-644-7236. One thing I've learned on my journey to help save people money on car insurance is that folks across the country like convenience. And what could be more convenient than visiting geico.com, where you can manage your policy, pay your bill online, just about anything you need. And it's open 24-7. It's kind of like popping into the ultimate convenience store. Except we save people money. And we don't have beef jerky. For a free rate quote, visit geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Come discover the hottest restaurant and nightlife scene in the Mediterranean. Explore recently unearthed treasures of antiquity in a land steeped in history. Shop until you drop in markets both new and old, designer and vintage. Go adventuring by foot, bike, surfboard, or ski and sample some of the finest wines on earth. Each year, more and more Americans are discovering the unexpected pleasures and the vacations of a lifetime in Israel. To learn more, visit GoIsrael.com or go to RudyMaxa.com. There's a little bit of Israel in all of us. Come find the Israel in you. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 43 minutes after the hour. By the way, I forgot to give another website out for Doug. He's putting together that uh, Kitsch Souvenir book. You can go to a website called CrapSouvenirs.com that he set up and uh, enter your favorite kitsch that you've got sitting collecting dust on your shelf. Well, we all know it's no secret. It's Olympics weekend, and if you've been watching the Olympics and the opening ceremony on Friday night, you know uh, it's a big deal. Vic Garvey knows a whole lot about Olympics. He's the former senior vice president of Olympics for NBC Universal, and he's a current Fortune 500 consultant. Uh, Vic, how many Olympics did you help uh, with the logistics on with NBC? Is it 10? Uh, yeah, it's 10 Olympics. This, this actually is uh, working on my 11th. And I got to tell you, London is really, uh, really shining. You know, there's a lot of reports about traffic and weather. I'm telling you, it's uh, so far so good. Ceremonies were terrific last night. Uh, Vic is in London, um, and we're talking to him live uh, on Saturday morning. I know a lot of our stations time shift our shows till Saturday afternoon or even Sunday. So, uh, as Vic said last night, were the opening Olymp- uh, opening ceremonies. Did you go to the ceremonies? Were you impressed by him? Yes. You know, it's it's interesting. The ceremonies were clearly adjusted for the British marketplace. It was clearly done to make sure that the that England felt good. Yeah. And I I'm getting the reviews here in the Brits in the papers are very very good. Um, not quite sure what what the rest of the world is looking at, but just from a ratings point of view, just from the opening ceremonies uh, here in the UK, 82 percent of all televisions were tuned into opening ceremonies last night. So wow. I have to tell you, that's a, um, that's a huge number for any country. In the States, um, on NBC, it was a um, 23 rating, which means 23% of all households that are taken in by Nielsen were watching the Olympics. And that's very good. That's through the roof, right? That, that's, that's an excellent, that actually yeah. is the largest number of people watching the Olympic opening ceremonies outside of the United States 
by people in the United States. So it's a wow. record breaker. All right, here's the $64 million question. Uh, the Olympics go on for two and a half weeks. Can someone come now and get a hotel room at a decent price? Can they find tickets? Here is the contradiction of contradictions. One of the most expensive towns, of course, everybody knows, London. Um, London's a little bit pricey. But I am shocked and amazed that there are still deals around. Uh, it's affordable. Um, the, the hotel prices have come down. There are, they are available. Maybe not all the hotels that everybody would, would want to be in, but there are some really good deals. There are even tickets available. And uh, that's what's amazing. You know, in the past 10 years, it's not been this, um, this generous. And in the next 10 years, going into Russia, Sochi, uh, in two years, and then going down to Rio and then uh, going to Korea for the Winter Games, um, this actually is a fantastic time to take advantage of what's going on. All right, I know how to, uh, people know how to find hotels on the web, but how do you find uh, Olympic tickets? Well, are you know, there's, there's a lot of... Uh, are there people on the streets yeah, selling them? Well, no, well, well, that's illegal. Oh, um, okay. So you don't want to do that. But you want to go to sites that have uh, authorized uh, relationships. That would be places like Ludus Tours out of San Diego, Co-Sports um, uh, out of uh, New Jersey, and, um, and things like that. Uh, if you go on the web, you can find them that are licensed ticket brokers. L- so Ludus Tours? Go on there at, how do you spell Ludus, Ludus Tours? L-U-D-U-S? L-U-D-U-S. Tours. Yeah, and it's www.ludustours.com. Thank and you. I'm sorry to interrupt Sports. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry to interrupt you, uh, Vic. I just wanted to get the spelling of Ludus. Uh, you said it sort of fast. Okay. So Ludus Tours, CoSports.com, two good places to look for tickets. How is how is the transportation? I know taxi drivers were in a in a snit because they couldn't take the VIP roads. And we've only got a minute left, but give us a feel for the scene in London. Well, I'll tell you the scene real quickly. The weather's good today. The traffic, I've been on the tube uh, all morning long. I'm going out to fencing in about a half hour out at the Excel Center. It has taken me this morning to get out to the Olympic Park from, um, from the center of town. It only took about 25 minutes uh, on the tube. That, is, that really is fantastic. Uh, so London, the, the, the places that would normally be buzzing, the restaurants, they're all packed. Um, people are on the street. Everybody's friendly, and everybody knows that this is a great time, and they're really trying to enjoy it. Okay. Well, it sounds it sounds like everything is uh, coming up roses, at least for the start of it. Hey, can we check in with you next week, Vic, and see how after one week uh, the city and the Olympics are faring? I'll be here for you, Rudy. Okay. Thanks very much, Vic Garvey. Appreciate it. Have a lovely evening in London. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Vic Garvey is the former senior VP of Olympics for NBC Universal. This is his eleventh uh, Olympics. He's also a current Fortune 500 consultant. And we'll check in with him next week. Stick around. Coming up with some deals of the week you don't want to miss. Don't go away in Rudy Max's world. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open now. So call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. 52 minutes after the hour in Rudy Max's world. Hey, uh, I, I was, I was uh, you know, we ran some of our best of shows if you were listening the last couple of weeks. That's because I was in Canada, in Nova Scotia, in Newfoundland, and in Montreal, and Quebec City, and we were shooting, um, actually, it's Newfoundland, Newfoundland I, uh, I, I learned when I was there. Not Newfoundland, as we say it. Newfoundland. And uh, where was I going with this? I was going to, oh, oh, I was going to tell you that... Uh, um, I posted on my Facebook fan page, which is Rudy Maxa TV Show. I know this is a radio show, but I also do TV shows. Rudy Maxa TV Show. I posted a day-by-day diary of the shoot. I thought some folks might like to see uh, some behind-the-scenes, you know, sort of what we do every day to create a television show. And I was just astounded at the response of uh, folks who seemed to be interested in that, <laughs> the making of the, uh, you know, it's like the old expression, you don't want to see laws being made anymore, and you want to be, see sausages being made. But I guess people wanted to follow me day by day. So if you're interested in uh, in that, head on over to Facebook and uh, just type in Rudy Maxa TV Show, and that's the fan page. Hey, like me while you're there. We're trying to get to 2,000 likes uh, by the end of, I don't know, the end of next month. Uh, we're probably about 160 away. So join me at Rudy Maxa TV Show on Facebook, and uh, I also post some of our deals and other stuff there. Uh, earlier this week, I attended a convention in Boston. In Boston, It's called the GBTA Convention. That's what they go by now, but it used to stand used to be the Global Business Travel Association Convention, and uh, they had uh, Bill Clinton was speaking one day, pr- former President uh, Bush was speaking another day, but they opened with uh, the comedian Seth Meyers. You know him as the news update guy in Saturday Night Live, and he was the biggest hit, I think, of of uh, the speakers. He said that George Bush was coming to uh, GBTA because he thinks the initials stand for uh, George Bush is totally awesome. He said Bill Clinton's coming because, well, because there's a microphone and some people. He, uh, he talked about Vegas as uh, the only destination uh, where people start celebrating as if they're at the destination as soon as they get on the plane. He talked about four guys boarding the plane. They were not seated together, and they're standing up shouting to each other across the plane on a 7 a.m. flight, saying things like, Hey, guys, these two girls here are going to Vegas. Stupid things like that. He did remark, um, and I've certainly noticed this on flights home from Vegas, that the flights home from Vegas are very different. Everybody has... Uh, Seth Meyers says everybody is hunkered down in their seats looking like refugees on a barge, except for that one guy who won who's saying, yeah, Vegas, baby. And everyone on the plane, Seth Meyers says, everyone on the plane is thinking, we survive a crash, we're going to eat that guy first. In fact, we have a 20-minute gate delay, we're going to eat that guy. It was a very funny, uh, he did a 35-minute stand-up routine, mainly on traveling, which was perfect for uh, the audience. And I thought I'd share some of that stuff with you. Those things can never be posted on Facebook because the speakers, you know, they don't want to give it away, is it? Fees for these fees, fees. I understood. Now I don't, I don't have this in writing. I can't, uh, but I know somebody else had tried to hire Seth Meyers in Boston for half an hour. It's about a hundred thousand dollars speaking fee. Whoa, that's major money. All right, if you don't happen to make a hundred thousand dollars a speech, and neither do I, um, you might want to know a few travel deals. Here are a couple. Uh, special summer rates are being. Oh, oops, I forgot about the. You, you go away for two weeks, you forget about the cash register sounder. Uh, all right. Deals of the week. Special summer rates are being offered at Sofitel hotels around the world. You get four nights for the price of three. couple sample prices. In Hanoi and Vietnam, the Sofitel begins at $116 a night. $120 in Miami. $318 in New York. $205 in Montreal. Check it out at Sofitel.com. And Viking River Cruises is offering an early uh, booking discount on cruises for 2013 if 
if you book by Tuesday. Essentially, it's a two-for-one pricing on select cruises, and free airfare may be part of the deal as, as well. Beginning this year, by the way, at Viking River Cruises, all wine, beer, and soft drinks with onboard lunch and dinner service are complimentary. Not bad. You can check all this out at vikingrivercruises.com. But remember, if you're going to book for 2013, want to get this two-for-one pricing, you have to book by this Tuesday, July 31st, by 9 p.m. Pacific. Now, you headed to Southern California? Marriott Hotels in the Los Angeles and San Diego area are offering what they call a Bring Back the Fun in Southern California promotion. It'll save you some cash on an overnight stay. I didn't know anybody had taken away the fun in Southern California. It really should be Bring Back the Fun in Southern California for less each night. Here's the deal. Participating hotels like the San Diego Marriott Gaslamp Quarter, San Diego Marriott Marquis and Marina, the Marriott Mission Valley, the Marriott Del Mar, those are all around San Diego. Well, let me take one, for example. The normal Saturday night rate for this time of year at the Marriott Mission Valley is between 219 and 254 a night. During this promotion, which goes to September 5th, it'll be 149 a night. So you're talking $80 savings at least. Uh, the Marriott and the Gas Lamp Quarter starts at 206 a night. The Delmore Property Special Rate starts at 149 You get the idea. So all the Marriott's in and around L.A., like in Manhattan Beach and Long Beach and Marina Del Rey, are also partici participating in this program. You can call the Marriott of your choice in Southern California and mention the promotional code LSX. That's Lady Sue X-Ray, LSX. Uh, or make it even easier, if you go to my uh, Facebook fan page I was just talking about, Rudy Max, a TV show, I've got a link. I've got a link. Just click on the link. It'll go right to uh, the page. It'll show you the Southern California Marriott's that are participating in this, and you can find the prices for the dates of your choice. Again, this deal is extended. This uh, bring fun back to Southern, bring the fun back in Southern California deal goes on till September 5th, or is good till September 5th. And the code you've got to type in is LSX. And while you're there, you can read my diary of shooting in Canada if you like, and press the like button. That wraps up this hour of Rudy Max's World. If your station is leaving us, I'm heartbroken over that. I'm heartbroken, I tell you. Um, you can listen to the second hour if you go to, if, if you're listening between 10 and noon Eastern on Saturday morning by going to RudyMaxa.com and click on Listen Live. For the stations that are staying with us, which is most of our stations, I'm happy to say, stick around. We'll be back in about six minutes. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.